This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who is ready to make a trip to Tulsi Town for some ice cream, Ryan Nelson. Justin, I tried to order a Blizzard on DoorDash last night, and <laughs> Dairy Queen was not available. But I also wanted to say... It may be a while before I eat ham. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm not sure that we're going to be eating ham too many, too much in the near future after watching this film. So, uh, interesting film we're going to be talking about. So, uh, if you've been listening to podcasts as we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the Netflix film I'm Thinking of Ending Things, which is a Patreon pick for us this week. If you are new or a regular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the main attraction. Podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash main attraction podcast. You can get Patreon only content. You can also support us at a three, five, ten, or twenty dollar level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to podcasts, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free. And who knows, maybe you might even get to pick something that we review, just kind of like our our good friend Nathan did over at Patreon, because he's the one who suggested that we watch this uh, film this week. So uh, you might even have a say-so on what we uh, review and what we pick if you join our Patreon. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by writing us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, write us a review while you're there on Apple Podcasts. But if you can't write us a review, we would love for you just to scroll on down and put a rating on there. Uh, any five-star rating on Spotify or Apple would help us out a lot. We're trying to do our best to get up to 200 ratings on Apple, so it would help us a lot if you did so. Uh, but if you can't do that, and if you'd like to interact with the show, send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. Any questions, any thoughts you have, we'd love to hear those. So send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. All right, like I said, we are discussing the Netflix film. I'm thinking of ending things. It came out in 2020. I'm assuming it was during the pandemic. It could have been technically before it uh, really cranked yeah, up I here in America. I didn't look that up. I'm not sure. Yeah, not really sure, but my guess is because it was uh, late March when or mid-March when all that hit, so my assumption is that yeah. it was during the pandemic. But um, uh, real quick before we get into specifics, we do this all the time. What are your general thoughts on this film? So... <laughs> <laughs> So when I was watching this, I thought, at first I thought this was going to be like a get out type thriller, potential supernatural horror movie. Right. When you meet the crazy parents. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, and then they kept talking about the basement. And I was like, oh, here we go. What's (laughs) in that basement? Go ahead. And then the parents started aging. In both ways. <laughs> In both ways. Yes. And they started uh, calling the young woman by different names, and I thought, what the hell am I watching? Yeah. Uh, and I was confused the second half, but here's the weird thing. I went and read a bunch of stuff afterwards, and the movie made more more sense. And I actually heard this is based on a book. Yeah, People love the book. And people do not like, they're mad at Charlie Kaufman for this book because they, they said the book is not as confusing. And people people really, really like the book. So I ended up liking it. I wasn't sure because let me just say, Nate Stewart uh, said, this is borderline where it's too weird for me. And I would agree, this is, this is borderline right. for me. Yeah, uh, it's borderline for me too. Like, 
you because look let's talk about charlie kaufman real quick so charlie kaufman uh he does weird things i mean when he does a film it's usually a weird film and it's usually not a mainstream type film um he's probably most known for uh being john malkovich uh, eternal sunshine eternal of sunshine of the spotless mind and uh that movie with nick cage adaptation adaptation yeah, yeah. those are probably his three most famous films uh yeah. the most mainstream film he ever did was walking chaos or whatever it was called it, it bombed it just absolutely bombed it had we also did uh what was the one with sam rock confessions of a dangerous mind yeah i didn't see that one so i'm not, I'm not it was it was, it was good yeah uh, but but he always does weird stuff, and you have to oh, kind of yeah, yeah. Go- yeah, that was going to say when I saw the cast when Nate recommended this, I was like, man, I love this cast, right? Like the four main people, mm-hmm. and then I saw right when I was about to start watching, oh god, Charlie Kaufman wrote and directed <laughs> this. Yeah, and it, it's it's a weird film. Look, I will say this. I didn't like being John Malkovich, but I'm in my early twenties. I've never I've never watched it since. I saw it. I'm not a cerebral person. Yeah. I'm like this is, and I'm not surreal. But I loved Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, Eternal Sunshine was fantastic. I love uh, Confessions of a uh, uh, or whatever the Dangerous Mind. Right. Whatever that. I love that one. But like. Uh, you know, there's some stuff he does that like is a little too much for me. I'm just I'm not smart enough, obviously. Yeah, I, I've liked everything. The only uh, films I've seen prior to this one were the three that I mentioned: Eternal Spot, Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind is a fantastic film. Uh, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's a lot, though. I mean, it, it's yeah, very yeah. much a lot. Uh, being John Malkovich, I thought was fantastic. I loved it. Uh, uh, I there was something at the end. I need to go watch it again because there was something at the end I didn't like. Oh, uh, yeah, it's C- Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Okay. I love that. Sam Rockwell is in it. It's fantastic. Uh, maybe I have seen that. I don't know. I have to go back and I, I may have seen. It. I don't know. It's been it's been a while. Uh, and adaptation is probably my least favorite. But I still thought it was good. I, I liked it. Uh, yeah. But anyway. He does. I mean, Charlie Kaufman asks a lot of its viewer. Now, you mentioned the book. Uh, I didn't know what the reception for the book people was. The one thing I, I did read about the book was that it's much more overt what Lucy's character is in the book. In this, uh, excuse me. In this, she's given a lot more agency, so it's much more confusing as to what is going on with the Lucy character. Now, who is Lucy? Jesse Buckley's character? Yeah. Uh, or what's. Because uh, she's called by. Well, she says young woman because they call her like. Well, that's what she starts. Yeah, she starts off, I think, as Lucy. And she's. I think you may be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Uh, and so that's where I never. Ames at one point was the name. Yeah, she, she changes names a lot of times. And that's kind of, That was my. F- and we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. But, uh, but Jesse Buckley's character, like I said, in the film, in the book, from what I understand, it is much clear what her role is and what is actually going on with her and in this film it is not very clear what is going on like you think that like she's kind of the main character you think that and she's kind of the pov character for the most part but right she's and turns out she's not real (laughs) no yeah she's not real she's uh, yeah like you said because i was like okay jake is the the old the janitor he's got to be yeah and then like especially when they're doing the laundry scene and, and then there's like well, maybe he isn't. And I was, like, kind of confused about right. that. Uh, but then, like, um, I tell you what blew my mind was the ending where he's speaking in front of people. And I didn't realize that's just a shot-from-shot remake of, of Beautiful, of Beautiful Mind. Mind. That's right. Yeah, like I said, yeah. it's, there's a lot so of I'm gonna, 
I read a hilarious IMDb thing, and it was like, if you're going to recommend this movie, go ahead and tell them what's going on, <laughs> and then tell them to spend 20 minutes afterwards reading about it, and they will like it. And I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, I'm glad Nate didn't spoil it. Right, yeah, us, Except for saying it was weird, but like, I'm going to tell you, this is one of these movies, like, my, my wife and I, we were both like, did I hate this or not? You know, did I not? And then, but then we kept talking about it, and we were like, and then I kept reading about it, and it all you know, made more more sense. And what I thought was seeing, like, for a while, I thought what I was saying wasn't true. Right. So, like, it made more sense. So, it makes it, it worked. Yeah. It did work. And like I said, the four leads were fantastic. Yeah, Jesse Buckley. If you've not seen her in anything before, uh, she is really good. I saw her in Chernobyl and Fargo were the, were the things I saw. And then also we watched Wild Rose after this. This is a movie that she got her start where she is a young Scottish girl who wants to be a country singer. It's okay. on Mac right now. It is really good because she could sing extremely well. Yeah. Uh, Wild Rose. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I've seen her in a few things. I haven't seen her a whole lot, but she has very. She has. She has a presence about her. Uh, I mean, and honestly, uh, Jesse Plemons does too. They're they're both. Yo, just Jesse Plemons has been around. Yeah, forever. yes, and they just. There's just something about both of them when they're on screen, and it's just you're just kind of drawn to it. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you this: Did you think of this as a horror movie? Not at the end. Not the I end, thought no, no. it was going to be a horror movie. Yeah. I thought for sure it was going to be a horror movie. Yeah, there were times... David Thewlis has been in horror movies oh, yeah. like this. Yes, he has been. Mm-hmm. Like, there were times... Like, what's interesting about this, because this is listed as a horror movie. And Colette. Tony Colette has been in movies like oh, this, yeah. too. I mean, like, she, her big break was... Um, uh, uh, Six Sense. Six Sense, which is... Kind of yeah. similar, <laughs> right? Uh, but like I said, it's listed as a horror movie, and it is the book is listed as like a horror, uh, is like horror fiction. And like I'm sitting there watching, and look, here's the thing: there's well, a lot of times I was like, "All right, what's about to pop out? What's who's right. coming out with a uh, with an axe? Who's uh, yeah. what are we going here?" So, well, let me just say there was an 80 year old man naked, so <laughs> I have, I've changed my mind. This was horror, <laughs> but like I said, it's it is horror, but like it shouldn't be because. Yeah, and you keep waiting for another shoe to drop on, like on the horror front, because, like I said, you kept right. waiting for when they go down the basement. It's like, oh crap, we're going in the basement. What's about to happen down in this basement? Yeah. And and, yeah. The, and nothing really happens. I mean, it, there's some terrifying stuff. Like you're just on. Ed- it's just because you're on edge the entire yeah. time, waiting for something it to was. happen, and it never does. Especially when the basement. Yeah, the basement. I was like, oh crap. Oh, and then they had they started playing that music. I was like, ah oh, crap, this is going to be bad. The the ice cream shop too. I was the like, ice cream what shop? the hell is going on here? Well, that's what I. Let's just kind of get into it specifically. So like, when it starts off innocently enough, like uh, let me say thank you, Nate. This is a fun conversation. <laughs> it is. This it is, is a fun conversation. This is why you should join our Patreon because we got to watch this. I would have never watched no, this. No, I, I would have never turned this on. So actually, I do remember when this came out because they Netflix tried to sell this movie. Oh, did they? Like to, to us, like like this was a big deal because right. I remember watching this trailer and they made it look like Get Out. Oh, well, Netflix was doing was killing it during the pandemic because they released yeah. tons of stuff during the pandemic. So, uh, but 
so like I said, it starts off innocently enough. You see Jesse, uh, you see Jesse Buckley's character. She's waving as the car pulls up to, yeah, to let yeah. her in, and they have this conversation as they're going on. And like the first little bit of weirdness is because she starts having an inner monologue, and she's talking right. about, you know, she mentions, "I'm thinking of anything." She says that quite a bit throughout the course of it. Yeah, and I think this is taking on like a double meaning because she's when she's saying, "I'm thinking of anything," you're thinking obviously because she's talking about ending the relationship between her and Jake, but it actually, I think it ends up becoming more of a double meaning where it's him actually thinking about ending his life, obviously, is where right, it, right, is where right, it comes right. down to. Um, but every time she says that, Jake looks over at her and says if like he can hear what's going on. So yeah. this is the first unsettling thing. You're like, well, how can he hear her? How can he hear right. her? Uh, and that's like, it was just really unsettling. Like, what are they doing here? And, uh, it was also very odd because when I was watching them, I was like, they act a lot alike. <laughs> and when they showed that picture of young Jake, it looked like Jesse Buckley. Yeah, and that was probably the one thing that they do to throw you off because for the most part, nothing startles this woman when she is... Right. Like, it doesn't matter the fact that she just mentioned the dog and the dog materializes out of nowhere. I'm like, all of a sudden uh, the dog's yeah. there. She's there. The parents who he has said, like, is the mom is older and probably can't cook a lot. And all of a sudden when they come downstairs, as soon as she turns around, there has not been a meal there the entire time, but the, I didn't even notice that. But the, when the moment she turns around, there's a full Thanksgiving meal sitting there yeah. and like, it doesn't even face. Don't her. eat that ham. <laughs> yes. Don't eat the ham. Uh, but like I said, so like, that was another thing I was like, I'm like, why is she not reacting to this stuff? What is going on yeah. here? That's what is so really good about this is because, like you would think in a normal film, in a normal movie, or in a normal just situation, these things are happening. You would expect a reaction, and she's not giving any kind right. of reaction. Yeah, yeah. And that's this your first would clue. Be a trippy movie to watch in the theater with people. Oh yeah, it really would be. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw something. I was reading a review while I was watching this because I was like, somebody give me a hint, and it was like <laughs> the person said something like. Uh, yeah, and you'll not see the last trip, the last trippy twenty minutes coming. I'm like the last trippy twenty minutes. How about the last two hours and ten minutes of trippiness? Yeah, it, it's just. Well, go ahead. You know the the, the 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 car ride felt like a play. It did. It really did. Because mm-hmm. it's just the two of them sitting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're talking back and forth. Because I was like, this is so, this has to be based on a play. Because I, I don't know. And just and then like the. The tone just changed so many times. Right. Because when David Thewlis walks down, he has like a neck issue that he never has again. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just like, I was like, what is he about to do? Because he <laughs> looks scary. Yeah, he did. And like when they get to the, another weird thing, like when they get to the house, the house just materializes out of nowhere. They're driving along in the snowstorm. And then all of a sudden a house appears. Like I said, that just kind of happened like having over and she even talks about the the seesaw and the swing set that's just there with the, in a house that's not there so like you could tell things are off and when they get to the house he doesn't take them inside he takes them to the barn uh and where you see dead animals and you get these stories about these dead animals like okay yeah this is yeah. something bad is about to happen right right because you have you have dead animals all over the place and oh and just the way they died oh my oh, god yeah, yeah the, the maggots on the pig and, uh, and then like it's great that they they draw back to that at the very end with the cartoon pig with the maggots i know that was just yeah. fantastic and oliver platt because i saw he was in this movie and then i was like 
And I, I, when you first look at the IMDb, because I saw he's like the fifth or sixth person listed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, good. Because, you know, we've talked about Oliver Platt before because right. he's come up like the bear. I feel like something else. We're like, I love Oliver Platt. Right. And then at the end of the movie, I was like, Oliver Platt? I was like, <laughs> oh, he was the pig. He was the pig. Yeah, he was the pig in that. So, uh, like I said, it's just it's just all over the place. And like what I've, what I've realized, once I started realizing that uh, Jesse Buckley's character, their her name is changing constantly. Her her uh, occupation, because at one yeah. time she's a physicist, at one time she's a veterinarian or something like that. Right. But then she's and a waitress. And how they and then how they met kept changing. Yeah, and how they met kept changing. So I was like, all right, so there's something weird going on there because she doesn't. Nothing is. Uh, what I realized at some point after I started seeing all this stuff with her changing so much, I was like. What's constant in this film? And there's right. only w- really two constants, the janitor and Jake. Yeah. And those are the only two yeah. real constants throughout right, the whole thing. Right. And that's where you start to realize that none of this has actually happened. And that's what's yeah. kind of the whole point of this. So uh, let's get let's take a real quick break and we'll get into more of it. All right. So the, the first real change you notice, I think, is with the parents. I mean, you notice the, the names right. changing a little bit, but that honestly, that snuck up on me because you don't, they, they use her name for like Lucy to Louisa uh, and yeah. all this type Ames. of Ames. Yeah, the Ames was the first real change. I was like, what yeah. is Ames? I didn't, it, like, it took me a second to realize they were still talking to her when, when they were saying that. But like, the parents is what was my first thing that was like, oh, they're really doing something weird because their, their ages were was changing pretty rapidly. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like, I think David Thewlis was the first one mm-hmm. when she's up in the in the childhood bedroom. Right. And he is an old man. Yes, he can't very hear old. anything. Can't hear, yeah. can't remember. And then he kept saying something like, well, you can wear my... Uh, I, he he couldn't think of the word lingerie, but right. he, was, he wanted to say that. It was, it was creepy, too. Yeah, it was super that creepy. That guy, man. He is the go-to for a creepy guy like that. He has yeah. played this part. Uh, he's in a very good show on HBO Max with Olivia Coleman. Did you watch it, The Landscapers? Uh, I didn't. Where they're a they're a, a creepy older couple that keep killing people and burying them in their backyard <laughs> oh, well. based on a true story. It's on Max. Watch okay. it. It's very good. So a true life version of the Burbs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. But yeah, it's like he's he's super creepy, and Tony Collette's character is just like all over the place. All over the place. And what's great about this is like the Jesse the the Jesse Buckley character, whatever we want to call her, Lucy Louisa, whatever we want to call her, she seems incredibly sweet in this, and like yes. Jake does not like you're like how no. are they together? Like what's right. going on here? And like I said, this is what you have to kind of this is what. It's what Charlie Kaufman uh, asks for you to do. He asks you to figure things out as you're going along. And at what point did you realize that that this care that the woman doesn't actually exist, that none of this actually happened? What when did you finally realize it? I had a feeling when they kept switching the names, right? But I still the the ice cream shop really confused the me because I was I'm like, still not what sure is about going? That. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure. That was what really confused me because I wasn't sure. And also the 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 young woman, whatever she said to her, I couldn't fully understand it. Like she was warning her, right? 
Like that confused me because that's when I started going like, man, I don't know what I'm watching. Yeah, the Tulsi Town, I never, I, I never quite understood. When they go to the Tulsi Town, obviously, the two blonde-haired girls are these two girls that were making fun of him. Like when we see the scenes right. of the janitor, that's who that obviously is supposed to be. But the other girl, like, I, I don't understand. Like when she says, "Oh, ignore the smell" or something like that. The smell is yeah. something, else. and then she says. I don't remember what she said the smell was, but then she says the smell isn't that thing. She says help, she said help me and like, what's going on here? Why that I never stood. I, I still don't understand the ice cream shop scene. I, I would, yeah, Nate, do if you, you think? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was saying, Nate, if you could explain, was that was that him? You know, losing his mind in the in the truck, and then he was starting to smell death. I mean, I don't know. That's that's a possibility. Uh, but like I said, I never understood what they were doing with. That was the only scene of it that I never ever ever could figure out. Um, I like the fact that when he says, you know, when they're driving on on the road to it, like he says, and she he pulls up a, a a show tune, and she's like, I've never would have picked you for liking show tunes. Like I really don't like. He starts naming off like. 15 yeah, yeah. 20 different musicals yeah. that he that he likes that and loves. Uh, like I said, there's not a whole lot of funny stuff in this, but there were there were a couple of times when I, I chuckled about yeah. stuff like that. But uh uh but yeah there were times like I said it was terrifying like when they would go down to the basement. It was terrifying when she is left in the car by herself when he's like so insistent upon going and and confronting that that the guy right. which is actually himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh and she's all alone by herself in the truck in the car like and she, then she can't get she can't get back in because she's locked out right. uh and like i said there's really and truly then, uh, go ahead I'll, I'll tell you another that was really weird I, I that's what threw me off but i thought she might not be real when she starts reciting the movie review of gina Rollins. yeah mm-hmm that was like what? Because she sounded like a robot. Yeah, she did, and that's kind of kind of what she is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, when she's when uh, just watching her is just absolutely fascinating throughout the course of this entire film, just because it's like she's she's reacting to stuff, but she's not having the proper reaction to anything. Like I said, because there are things that should have just been freaking her out. Like when she goes yeah. up to the room and the father is all of a sudden probably pushing 80 or 90 years old. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and she's not reacting to that at all. Uh, when she sees, when she goes down to the basement and she sees her paintings with his name on it. Right. Uh, that's, well, she comes downstairs. Tony Collette is now in a, in, in a, a bed. bed. Yeah. And he's and feeding her. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then at that same scene, David Thewlis's character again comes in. Now he's like forty years old. I mean, right? Like, he's well, didn't old. they also talk about? I was confused because didn't they at first mention that they were going for the weekend, and then all of a sudden she's like, "I got to be home right the now. very day, very next night." And so, yeah. And if you're if you watch this film and you still don't understand it, so basically, I guess we kind of need to reveal all this because I want to kind of get to that point. So basically, the the whole thing that is going on in this film is. The janitor is is Jake. He is Jesse Plemons' character. This is basically him for Thanksgiving. He works as a janitor at this school, and he is reliving or recreating in his mind all of these situations with where he when he met a girl at, or he saw a girl at trivia one night. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that part of it is correct. He saw a girl at trivia one night and. 
he was obviously liked her. He obviously thought something of her. And now this is like what it would have been like if he had actually brought them, brought her home to meet his parents. But he can't decide like when the best time would have been. Would have been late in their lives, early in their lives, right? And so she doesn't actually exist. And that's the no, whole thing he, about this. If he never even spoke to her, he just stared at her. Yeah. Is what she finally reveals. Right. So he never actually actually talked to her. And then there's this other key little moment when they're walking, when they're driving to the. When they're driving to the parents' house, he says something about movies and like how, or she says something about movies and how like you can sometimes have like those movies can like replace your real thoughts because just out of nowhere, there's this scene in a movie, I know, uh, in a I diner, know. like of this fake movie. I was like, is this a real right. movie? Uh, I don't think. And, it, and it was the girl Colby uh, Menifee from The Boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. who I'm always happy to see. She's really good. She's I've seen her some other stuff. I was like, oh man, she's about to be in this, right? And like, no, just a second, just a second. But then, like I said, so this is what he, they were referring to. Like this movie kind of replaced it, like. Because at some point he kind of re- he replaces her as his girlfriend at one moment in this film uh, when they're driving away from the parents' house because she shows up in the car for just a, leaf, a brief minute, yeah. and that yeah. was when it got really weird. I was like, "Oh wow, this yeah. is really going off the rails." But uh, then when they finally get to the school and you get the the big musical number at the end, yeah. uh, and then it that was weird, super weird. That which leads into the the beautiful mind moment where the they're all yeah. old and like I guess he just and they really all liked, look really weird except for Jesse Plemons yeah they all looked extremely made up I guess I think that's a critique on a beautiful mind I think is what he's trying to do he's trying to like make fun of of a beautiful mind did you ever okay. see a beautiful mind I'm assuming you did oh yeah I loved it loved yeah me too it. apparently though like people make fun of that movie a lot I don't really know why so uh, I, I like it. Yeah. I think it's I think it, is it the best like Oscar did it win best picture. Yeah, it was. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, I should say that it's been twenty years. Who yeah, knows? I, I may not feel the same. But like I said, it gets ridiculed a lot. One of the worst best pictures movies to ever win. So, um, anyway, like I said, I thought it was good. Uh, uh, it's it's all over the place. It, but I will say this: I can understand why people didn't like it because if they couldn't follow yeah. it, then it would I be. I would say the car ride is going to make people turn off it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a long. Scene was too long. Yeah, it's a long, it's too long. scene. Mm-hmm. You should, if he'd have cut that scene and gone straight to the house, I think I think people would give it. But I guarantee, I saw a lot of people. I was reading some bad reviews. Like, yeah, that car ride, I was out. I was like, I can understand because it was long. Yeah, I think the reason he didn't. I think it's it's one of those, it's it's a bit of a a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because he does a lot in that car scene to set up how the rest of this film is going to play out uh, just yeah. in the conversation and some of the things that they talk about, because that poem that she recites is actually mm-hmm. a poem. So there's a lot that he's setting up in that car ride. So like he, he needs it to be long, but it does, it, it's a risk. I mean, because if you, especially with a Netflix movie, when you can just turn it off at any point uh, that, yeah, Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I got something else. Well, I was just saying that's a risk because at that point, because you can turn it yeah. off at any point. It's not like you're at a movie theater when you have to walk out or something like that, but that's, that's yeah. a risk. I was going to say, and one of the things I hate about uh, movie critics, like you can read these things, like because this has really high reviews because Charlie Kaufman stuff, I'm sure right. all. It was like, it was obvious 
that Kaufman has an issue with capitalism, how it's destroyed our country and cinema. I was like, where the <laughs> hell did you come up with that? Yeah, I don't see that at all. I don't see where, anything about where, capitalism. Where did they come up at all? Yeah, I know. You're that's 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 critics reading what they want yeah. to into a movie. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, that, this has nothing to do with this movie at all. So, uh, anyway, like I said, so. Uh, it ends. Did you understand the ending when it shows the truck being snowed on and it's just covered up in snow? Did you understand yeah, when you he first is, saw it? Uh, yes, that he died in the truck. Yeah, that well, that he killed himself. Is yeah, yeah. Oh, you think? I think he just passed out. Or something. See, that's why I think the 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 title has a double meaning. I'm thinking of ending things. I think that's where it means. He killed himself. Uh, okay. I, I think yeah. they, I think they kind of want that to be a little left up to interpretation. But yeah. I, I really honestly believe that that's what is happening. Because based off of the title, based off of everything that he's kind of meaning, okay. is him stripping down and walking out to the truck. Yeah. And yeah, that's why I think he ended up killing himself. Is just because of uh, the title and just the way that it ends with him being behind that pig and right. that, that weird right. weird scene. So I don't know. Uh, like I said, it's it, it, it's it's a it's a surprisingly good movie. Like I said, there were times I got a little mad at it because, like, I was like, I was really scared at points. Like, I didn't have to be scared at all about this film because nothing yeah, existed yeah, in it. No. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, anything else we want to talk about before we hit to our awards? I wonder how much better this movie is on acid. I've never done acid, no, but it I, seems I like have either. <laughs> but you're probably it's, right. <laughs> Nate, if you've done acid and watched this movie, tell us. Yeah. Let us know what it's like. So, all right, let's do some awards. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we give out six awards whenever we end a season of a television show or whenever we watch a film. Up first is the Rachel, which is the star of the show. Who are you giving your Rachel to? I'm going with the Jessies, Buckley and Clemens. Yeah, I mean, they're the same character, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So you kind of got to give it to both of them. I'm with you on that one. Uh, your Joey, your character you just liked. Who's your Joey? I'm going with Tony Collette. Anytime I see her, it's a good day. I, I didn't go with Tony Collette here uh, because I went with her and David Thewlis somewhere else. I went with Guy Boyd as the janitor just because there's not a whole lot of characters on this. Yeah, this I went film. with him somewhere else, yeah. Uh, your Chandler, the person who made you laugh. I went with David Thewlis. I thought he was very funny. Okay. I just left it blank. <laughs> I left it blank. I, didn't, yeah. I was like, I don't have anybody to put here. I really tried my best to find someone. Yeah. I was like, I, I didn't laugh really a whole lot in this film. I just couldn't yeah. think of anybody. So, uh, your Phoebe, your oddballs of the bunch. Uh, I mean, Charlie Kaufman. Well, yeah, you can put him here. That's that's actually not a bad idea. I didn't even think about putting directors. This is where I went with David Thewlis and Tony Glad. Uh, yeah, I, that's it. Yeah. They're constant aging backwards and forwards, and like I said, that was the, uh, an odd choice. Uh, your Monica, who you're going with for your Monica? You're an important character to the story. I'm, I went with Guy Boyd as a gender, and he did a really good job. Let's shout out Guy Boyd. Yeah, he did. Uh, again, it's blank. <laughs> I don't have enough yeah. characters. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have enough characters for this, so uh, I, I have to leave it blank. And your Ross, your least favorite character? The Tulsi Town Girls. Okay, that's a good one. I was, was going to leave this blank, but yeah, you know what? Those two blonde hair girls were. Yeah, they, they were. They were awful. Mean. Yeah, and we don't even know what they were being mean about. So. Yeah. All right, rating time here on the Main Attraction Podcast. We have a five-tier rating system. At the top of our list is a succession. Uh, beneath the succession is a loss. Middle of the road for us is friends. Beneath the friends is a full house. And bottom of the barrel for us is a Baywatch. What are you rating? Uh, I'm thinking of ending things. I'm going with the friends, man. This is about as far as I can go. I'm weird. 
Yeah. For this is, and I, and I like Weird and Surreal. The Big Lebowski is one of my favorite movies of all time. I you know, uh, I know Nate was mentioning Fargo and right. things like that. I love both of those, but like the TV show and the movie. But this one, man, it was it, my brain doesn't work this way, and it was a real struggle for me at times. But again, it's one of these movies that you think about a lot, and when I read about it, I like it more. Right? Hell, next time I talk to you, it may be a loss, but right now it's a friends. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a loss. I did, like I said, overall, I I, I thought it was good. It's one of those movies, if you don't get it and you can't follow it, you're going to hate it. <laughs> I mean, you will yeah, absolutely oh, yeah. hate it. Uh, yeah. And the fact that I've, I'm a little surprised I followed it as well as it is, because I, I followed it pretty well. There were a couple of things, like I said, I never understood the Tulsi Town stuff. I, I never got yeah. it. I still don't understand the Tulsi Town I've never seen anyone explain that I try, uh, when I read some stuff. Yeah. So I went back and I did do some reading just to make sure I understood. I was kind of understanding that i was like i am getting this correct aren't i and for, for the most part everything i read is like okay it, it lines up with the way i thought it did so uh but yeah for me i'm going to give it a loss uh, I th- uh it's not my favorite film of all time it, i wouldn't mind going back and watching it again just to see if i if it makes a little yeah. bit more sense uh i bet it does it probably does so all I, right i would say the performances are outstanding yeah the performances are fan- fantastic uh, uh the acting is just great jesse plemons uh is fantastic jesse buckley's fantastic uh colette and thulis awesome just wonderful stuff from all of them so yeah all right uh before we head off uh we'd like to give some our listeners some things that we're looking forward to what are some things you're looking forward to so in a couple of weeks we get justified oh that's right yeah it's coming up july 18th. yeah so Ju- july yeah july 18th and it looks great uh, Raylan Givens is back, and Boyd Holbrook, the villain of the summer of 2023, he's the villain in <laughs> Indiana Jones as well. Uh, Going to be a great summer for him. He's been a good actor. He was the yeah. villain in Logan, and fantastic yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking excited. Really looking forward to that. Also, uh, June 28th. There is a new Apple series, maybe something we have to cover. It's called Hijack with Idris Elba. Oh yeah, 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 that looks good. Where he's mm-hmm. on a plane and it looks, like, and he's some kind of uh, fixer. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. It looks like that just really happens good. to be able to. When I watch that, he's like, I, I saw problems and I just happen to be on this plane. I'm like, and it's Idris Elba. Hello, Apple. You know what I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that, too. That's one thing I, I keep forgetting about it. And then I, every time I've watched Silo, uh, it, it yeah. pops up. So, uh, And the last thing, I've mentioned this show several times as I'm looking forward to. The trailer came out, What We Do With The Shadows. Oh, yeah. What We Do With The Shadows, new season, July Colin Robinson is running for a local election. Yeah, a, a local I office. Could not wait to see this. Yeah, no, it's it should be fantastic. I'm even thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's going to be season five. I don't know how long they can the, draw this the out. Troller, but it, oh, I think I don't see why they can't make ten seasons. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, like I said, I, I hope they make as many as they can. I really yeah. do, but. Uh, it looks like it's going to be absolutely hysterical. And Please, God, let Colin Robinson win the top four. <laughs> uh, like I said, that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, all right, so is that all yours? 
That's right. All right. So obviously this week we've got Secret Invasion coming out. I'm looking forward to it. It's the next Marvel series. Uh, it's got Nick Fury just going to be doing Nick Fury things. Can't wait for it. It's it's got a. It looks a little bit like Winter Soldier. Uh, so like I said, I'm, I'm all. It looks good. I uh, can't wait for it. Also, Asteroid City. I don't think I want to see it in the theaters, but it's coming. It actually was in theaters this weekend, but it's going wide release uh, next weekend. So uh, I do plan to see it at some point. I probably just won't be able to go see it in a the theater because i got a lot going on uh, this coming weekend. Because we're actually both going to be out of town next weekend, so we won't yeah. be recording. However, we have you taken care of. Uh, next week, we've already recorded both of these episodes. If you're a Patreon, you could have already listened to both of them. Uh, we've got our top 10 television shows of the year coming out i will release that on sunday morning and then uh on the following wednesday the following tuesday excuse me on the 27th uh we've got the top 10 movies of the year so far we got our top 10 list of those so we got you covered there plus we're about to go record our uh, reaction to the first two episodes of jack ryan and we will release that we've got screeners thank you amazon we do we do we love our we love we, we have screeners with shows we don't even plan to watch from amazon so yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're thankful for that so we're going to go talk about that here in just a little bit and if you watch jack ryan uh we'll i'll release it sometime on uh the 30th that way you guys will have it available to you when it actually releases so anything else you want to add before we sign off appreciate everyone joining us and we will talk to you next time i would echo those same sentiments and as always until next time may all of your entertainment dreams come true